Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, Pitt fans? Welcome back to another Pitt Mailbag here on the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette YouTube channel and podcast network. He is Chris Carter. I am Noah Hiles. Chris, the holiday season, man. I, 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 are you feeling festive? Are you are you feel are you enjoying your holiday season? Oh yeah, I mean as much as I can with you know the Steelers making everyone want to cry in this city and uh, everyone freaking out all the time about everything. But it's it's I'm, I'm I'm taking some time. I took some time this weekend on Sunday to enjoy it. Uh, certainly, we're getting a little bit of snow right now, so we're 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 trying to enjoy what we can of the holidays. Yeah, I've I've accepted the fact that just this has just been a bad year for football. It just yeah. hasn't been great. Uh, quarterbacks are getting hurt. Locally, the teams have not performed up to par. Um, just hasn't been fun, but that's okay because right now the football season that I'm concerned with and that you're paid to cover it, everything as well, in addition to your Steelers duties, is uh, the recruiting season. Yep. And we've got a lot to talk about on that front. Uh, National Signing Day is Wednesday the 20th, and we'll be talking a lot about National Signing Day on this pit mailbag. But before we get into all of that, we will uh, talk about our show's presenting sponsor, which is Mike's Beer Bar. Whether if you're in town for a Steelers, Pirates, or Pit game, Mike's Beer Bar is right across the street from PNC Park and has the best selection of beer in town, as well as amazing food options. They have over 20 TVs, and you can catch all of your NFL, college football, Pirates, Penguins, Riverhounds, and Premier League action right at Mike's. Come on in and try one of their 500 uh, different available beers, 300 of them being local beers, as well as 80 different local craft beers available on tap. You can also try a flight. To try out every option you can dream of, and trust me, you won't run out of favorites because I never do, and I'm always there. I mean, I, I Chris and I were actually both there uh, twice last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Try their steak on a stone for an awesome meal where you can choose how hot you'd like your steak cooked with a heated stone right in front, in front of you as you enjoy a night out in Pittsburgh. Come to Mike's Beer Bar and get your sports fix and experience the best bar in Pittsburgh. Chris and I were talking about it. I think we're going to do just a pit fan gathering at Mike's Beer Bar sometime, not this current week, but after Christmas. So uh, we haven't selected the date officially just yet, but we'll we'll announce that both on our personal so, personal social medias and on this show, uh, probably next week's show, which I believe will still run Tuesday the 26th. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'd love to chat some uh, pit sports talk with all of our readers and listeners and viewers. Uh, but the best way to do that, in my opinion, Chris, while it's great to do it at Mike's, it's even better to do it on the Pit Mailbag, which it sponsors. So let's get right into the questions. We'll start off with one from Ed. What letter grade would you give this year's pit, or give to this year's committed football players to Pitt? Is it going to be a strong showing? So talking about the 2024 recruiting class, which currently ranks 
number 37 in the country, uh, 19 players that are verbally committed right now in the 2024 class. Uh, Carter, I'll let you start off. What's your letter grade? I'll go with B minus, you know, nothing crazy here. Uh, but you know, you look at some of the talents you bring in. I, I love Jossier Whittington. I've talked to him before. He seems like he's going to be a real force in the middle of the defense, uh, four star player, uh, want to just want a state championship. And, and like, another thing is if you, if you, if you follow that kid and like his attitude and how he carried things, like he talks the talk and walks the walk. Like I, I love the way he carries himself. Like a lot of people were talking trash from the whip uh, yeah, he, he played for MOTEP and he 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 played against the Whipple in the state championship. And afterwards, he's like, "Y'all talk that talk, but who proved it?" And it's just like he has that villain in him, and you want that villain on your defensive line. So I think him being a four-star defensive tackle is great. Uh, Francis Brew of uh, Ohio, uh, a very similar build. Uh, you know, I don't know as much about his his attitude and background as a leader or anything like that, but four-star player there. You're getting two four-star defensive linemen. Then you get a guy like Cameron Lindsay, who, Noah, you saw him firsthand and how yeah. much of a spectacular talent he is. Yeah. That's another four-star guy. Sincere Edwards from Florida. Um, he's going to be a big help. And then you get, like, a, a, a smattering of, like, three-star guys that I think could be very interesting. I've met Ty Juhas from Central Catholic, a defensive end who could come in and develop into something down, down the road um, and other guys across the board. And of course you get a quarterback with this class, Julian Duggar from Penn Hills. Um, doesn't mean he's going to pan out, but it's another guy you can add to your quarterback room and see what he has there. So I think there's talent. There's, uh, there's plenty of opportunities for guys to come in and rise. And uh, I think it should be, a, it, it, I think a B minus is a fair grade for it. What say you? I'll agree. Um, I'm, I, I, what stinks is I think this could have been Narduzzi's best recruiting class mm. in Pittsburgh if they held on to the two four stars on offense. Yeah, I mean they they lose uh, Day Day Farmer and they lose Gasson Willis. They were both verbally committed. Day Day Farmer wasn't that crazy of a decommitment. I mean he committed last year around this time, actually on Christmas Day last year, um, and then I think he decommitted sometime over the summer. And and a lot of people saw that one coming, but the Yasin Willis one—that's a loss. That that's yeah, that was loss. their best player in this recruiting class, at least on the offensive side of the ball. But if you're going by national rankings, he was the highest-rated guy in the group, and to lose him to another ACC school—that's tough. Because I I really think that he could have played as a true freshman. So just looking at this group, I mean, 37th overall is pretty good. I like the four stars. My my only issue with it is they're adding talent to areas where they're already good. I mean, you're adding three to three four star defensive linemen to you know the defensive line with Charlie Partridge, and and like that's great. Like he's going to turn those guys into stars, but they don't need. I mean, they need help on the defensive line, but it would have been better to see those four stars go at receiver or quarterback. You know those those areas that have kind of been lacking. I guess in recent years, as far as recruitment goes, uh, maybe not even recruitment, but just overall production. I, I would have liked to see the four stars on the offensive side of the ball is what I'm trying to say. I do like a lot of the guys in this group though, just to name a couple of names that you haven't. Uh, Caleb Holmes is a guy that I have no clue as to why he's rated a three star on rivals. Two, four, seven sports rates him as the highest rated player in Pitt's recruiting class. He's a guy that went to high school with BJ Williams. Um, they played together and, I wouldn't be shocked to see him see the field very early. I think he's going to be a really talented guy that comes in and plays guard uh, for Pitt. Jeremiah Marcellin, 
is another player that I think is going to be very talented. A highly rated three-star prospect out of the Miami area. He verbally committed over the summer. I'm not 100% sure that he's going to stick with that commitment. If there's going to be one guy that flips his commitment on signing day, I could see it being him. But if he does stick around, I like what he brings to the table. So, yeah, there's a lot of talent here. Most of the talent's on the defensive side of the ball, though, which is why I give the class a B-, minus. which overall, not the end of the world. It's just hopefully you see um, you see some, some progress in recruiting on offense now with the new OC, which I also – this just popped in my head. You brought up Duggar. I'm a lot more optimistic about Duggar panning out as a quarterback and Cade Bell's offense. I, mm. I look at what Absolutely. they do, and I think that he is a much better fit. I thought if Signetti was still here, Duggar, I don't know if he's like a pro-style quarterback, but with what Cade Bell does, Duggar could actually be a lot of fun to watch in that offense. <laughs> so that's that's another encouraging thing. But overall, still B-minus is what I give the Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kevin wants to know who is one player in this year's high school recruiting class that you think could see the field the most that you, that will see the field the most next fall. I'll let you start again, Carter. You know, this is interesting because of the depth that Pitt is going to bring to to certain positions. Like I, I think Whittington could be talented enough, but I don't think he's going to see the field because they got Sean Fitzsimmons. Uh, They just added a guy out of the transfer portal who we'll talk in a little bit here. I don't want to spoil that, that conversation yet. Um, but I have a hard time seeing him or Francis breaking through. I mean, Isaiah Ghost Neal uh, was a guy that uh, was supposed to be real, and he's really good. And I've heard some really good things about him from guys around the program about what he showed in in practices all throughout the year. And he's gonna have a leg up on 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 both of those guys. So I mean, if I had to say one person, maybe I'd say Sincere Edwards if he can poke his way up in the defensive end, especially with Sam Oak and Lola being gone. Uh, there could be some room to to make some hay and make some space on the defensive end side of things. Um, Cam Lindsay at linebacker could be very interesting to see if he gets that call. Um, but of course, they also have a lot of young linebackers as well. Uh, so it's I think it's just a situation who is going to peak faster uh and and get that kind of note i also like davin uh bruton uh the they're getting out of new jersey so um there's quite a few guys but it's one of those things where like if you go back to the the freshman class of 2020 no one had jordan addison being the guy that would that would that would come out and be like oh yeah he's a future politnikoff winner um so it's it's sometimes hard to really predict those things but you know i'd maybe look to a defensive end or just a guy that's not a defensive tackle uh, playing, uh, getting, being that standout. 
Yeah, I mean, and to continue on that note, I mean, not many people had Gavin Bartholomew pegged as a contributor as a true freshman either in 2021. I mean, he had one Power 5 offer and came in and was a freshman All-American. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, it always is kind of tough. You got to look at depth, and you and there are certain guys that you find that are a lot better than their high school ranking. I mean, you look at someone like last year at the linebacker position, Raylan Lovelace. I mean, that kid played rotational reps for 12 games. No, mm -hmm. I would have never guessed that coming out of little uh, Leechburg High School in the Whippeal that I, I would have never assumed that he'd be ready to go, but he did. But as far as my answer for this, I've got two. I'll give one on both sides of the ball. Um, I'll say on defense, I'll go with Cam Lindsay. I just think that his athleticism, they'll get him on the field in special teams. As far as rotation goes, you look – I think they played what, like six different linebackers this year, at least. Some of that's, that's due to point. injury. Uh, you have, I think your starters are pretty clear here. You you got George DeShields and, and Kyle Lewis, probably your three starting linebackers, and then Lovelace and Bass are pretty close behind there. But I think either Mercellin or Lindsay could work their way into that rotation as well. And there are some other guys as well. Biles is a good player at that position. Uh, Nick Lappy is still around. Uh, but I, I just think Cam Lindsay's a good enough athlete where he'll be on special teams. And, you know, he's also with his speed, I wouldn't be shocked if they maybe got him reps at safety or in that, um, what's the package they run on third down their dime package, Delta. Special, Delta package. Yeah. So there, there are spots for him on the field on the other side of the ball. Offensively, Joel's golf is a guy I could see get carries. Uh, hmm. this is a, we don't know what Daniel Carter is going to do. He hasn't announced anything. If he does come back for his sixth year, I don't see him taking any different of a role that he's had in the last two years, which is short yardage, physical, you know, maybe 13 personnel type things. If they need a yard, they're going to bring him onto the field. Pitt's in need for a second running back. And while they just mm -hmm. got one in the portal, I think there are opportunities here for Jules Goff to get in some sort of the mix. I think they wanted to have a little bit more of a diverse rushing attack than they did last year, just because of the, all, all the offensive line issues. And with a more experienced O line and probably just a more stable offensive scheme in general, I think you're going to see a little bit more rotations and involvement for other running backs. And so golf could be in that mix as well. So those would be my two answers. Graham wants to know, we saw a few late verbal commitments near signing day last season. He lists the examples of Ty Diefenbach and Izzy Polk. Uh, do you expect to see something similar this year, or is this 2024 class complete? I'll start here. I don't think it's complete. I think there will be one decommitment. I don't know if it's Marcellin or someone else. Um, and I think they'll add at least one or two more. I would expect this group to finish around 21. Uh, so I, I don't know where those additions come from though. I, I have to assume they're on the offensive side of the ball. Just looking, I think they only have 11 offensive play or eight, excuse me, offensive players in this 2024 class. And five of those eight are offensive linemen. You have a quarterback, you have a receiver, you have a running back. And all of those guys are three stars. And that's not to say that they can't pan out to be something impressive here, but you want to add a little bit more at the skill possession position, I think. Cade Bell, we haven't even talked to him since he's been hired because he's just been yeah. out recruiting. I'd have to assume that they're going to offer some kid who's probably verbally committed elsewhere 
And maybe if it's a kid that has a verbal commitment to a group of five school and that Pitts is power five offer, and that's enough for them to, to make the switch. We saw that, like Graham pointed out with Diefenbach, who is a verbal commit to UNLV. Will that happen again um, this next year or this current year? We'll have to find out. Carter, what about you? Do you, do you see any um, extra commitments here? I can see something happen, especially because with the new OC hire, I think it could spark something. Um, uh, I think it could spark something along along those lines. That could be very interesting to see how that play how that plays out. Just like you know, with last minute moves and guys getting 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 uh, getting called getting called at the last second. Cade Bell on the move. Um, and again, now the messaging is a little bit different because, like you said, you know, Julian Duggar. You know, you and I talked about him going into this, uh, go, go, you know, kind of this year, just watching him play high school football. There were questions like, can he play in like in like a Signetti or a Pat Narduzzi traditional style of offense, like having to sit in the pocket? That guy is an athlete. He wants to be able to move when you then when now we look at this offense, we're like, you know what? I could see him working in this offense. Yeah. That could absolutely work. So now you're talking to different people. And that's the big thing here is that conversations shift about what you want and also your target shift you're looking for different styles of players to fit things so i could definitely see some major changes that or so uh not major but like i could see some late additions happening here uh that that catch us off guard yeah it'd be kind of cool if they just brought duggar in and ran like a wildcat or something that'd be wild as a, as a true freshman but i mean i i think that this is the offense to do it in but that that's just me spitballing that idea. If you, if you're watching the video, you can rewind and see exactly when that idea popped into my head. Like my eyes just rose up like 45 seconds ago. And I was like, let's throw that out there as well. Uh, Brian wants to know, how would you rate Pitt's efforts in the transfer portal so far? Do you think they've already landed their best verbal commitment or has the best yet to come? So I have a list right here. Um, so far to our knowledge, they've offered 43 players. Uh, I'm sure that number's higher. Uh, I believe at least 12 have made official visits. 13 have made official visits, mm -hmm. at least to our knowledge. They've received six verbal commitments. They are Taman Lim, uh, who's a cornerback from Nebraska. Uh, Nalie Upadialie, I believe is his last name. I know he goes by Upa. He's the long snapper from UConn. CJ Lee, a receiver from Western Carolina. Desmond Reed. A running back from Western Carolina, Nate Matlick, a defensive end from Kansas State, and Nick James, a defensive tackle from Indiana. So those are their six verbal commitments. Um, not a bad class so far, Carter. I'll let you start with this one. I mean, what do you think so far? I like Lynam, uh, some things that I've read and seen about him, just his length, his, his athleticism at cornerback. But I think the big get here is, is Nick James at defensive tackle. Uh, just uh, a, a really... Uh, a, a really strong, you know, profile coming coming out of high school uh, could be a a surge. He's three years of left of eligibility. Could be a real surge on the defensive front and, and someone that can kind of give you a bit of oomph there. Uh, he'll have size, he'll have nastiness. Um, I think that could be the biggest name that they sign in this portal class. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if they make some other moves, especially again with the offense that they're now putting putting in place. Uh, there could be, you know, different looks to see what kind of things get established there. But um, I, I think you needed some help on the defensive front. Him and uh, Nate Matlack, the defensive end out of Kansas State, could help you there. 
Um, you got some guys, Western Carolina, who could at least know his know Kate Bell's system. That that's cool. And then again, line him because you are going to need corner help and, and transfer portal. Like I think Ryland Gandy could turn into a really good cornerback for Pitt football, but I also think he needs help. Uh, you know, you got guys like Rashad Battle who could come back from injury and think and, and, and things like that. But you're going to need a transfer portal cornerback to stand up. So if he could, if Lyman could be that, great for him. Awesome, good job. But you 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 might want another one as well, just to kind of hedge your bets and make sure that you have a good list of guys ready to go at cornerback for your defense. I like what I see so far. If I'm a Pitt fan, I'm hoping that the best hasn't arrived just yet uh I, I look at this group i agree nick nick james there's a lot to like there just with his size and potential i am questioning how in the world he only got in five games at indiana over the last two years i mean what how does a four star with his size not see the field i don't i don't know uh, that that's just something that i'm kind of curious as to why it happened uh nate, nate matlick um I look at him as kind of uh, maybe like a more talented Nate Temple, um, just someone who's kind of been around. And I don't think he's going to come in and be a, a huge impact player, but he's the depth guy to add on the defensive end. Um, and you can never have enough edge rushers, as we've seen. You know, that that spot gets a lot of injuries, and you just want depth there. So that's good. Uh Linham is by far the most valuable right now because for reasons like you said, Carter. Uh, but I have I have my eye on two guys. And if Pitt can land both of them, then this has been a successful transfer portal season, whatever happens afterward. The first one is David. I don't want to butcher his last. I believe it was OGB. Does that sound right? David OGB? Hold on, I'm looking for that guy. Yeah, uh, kid from Clemson. Uh, maybe Ojegbe. I'd have to. Ojegbe. Okay. Yeah, may, potentially. We have to look up the translation on that. I would look at David Ojegbe, a kid who is a former four-star defensive end recruit who played one season, which is last this current season at Clemson. Uh, he's in the portal. Made his official visit this past weekend. If he can verbally commit to Pitt, which I I have a hunch that he's going to. That's your Sam Oak and Lola replacement right there. That is mm -hmm. your their young, high-rated edge rusher that can be a star athlete on the defensive front. Um, and he's got four years of eligibility. There's just so much potential there. Him and Nick uh, Nick James, that one-two punch of, of young pass rushers is great. The other guy that I'm really high on uh, is Nylon Green. He is a cornerback out of Georgia, two years of eligibility remaining. Um, hasn't had a ton of starting experience, but rivals rates him as the number 16 overall player in the transfer portal right now. And the fact that this guy was on campus this past weekend, I know Arkansas and North Carolina are also very heavy in the mix for him, but if Pitt can find a way to get him, those are two huge gets at cornerback. And then your defensive line is stronger than it was last year. So you're feeling really good there. Overall, I think they're solid. I don't know if they're a better team just yet. If you add those two players that I just mentioned, this is a better defense than it was last year. And I think the offense is just better because of who's calling the plays. So that that's my analysis there. Do you have anything to add? Nope. I think we both cover that. All right. So we'll, we'll 
conclude well any any final thoughts before we get over we're going to flip over to basketball here for our last question but any final signing day thoughts on your end carter that we have uh, just a, just that i think that you know be prepared for some movement here but uh, i think what i'm most excited for on top of the signings is to finally get to talk to Cade bell soon because now we get to get a sense of who is the man that's going to be that's going to be driving the the pit the pit offense this upcoming season um i think that that's that's something that i'm really excited to see we'll let you know when we do get that chance i was gonna say did i miss read the email is he speaking Wednesday I don't think he is I, I don't think he is officially but I, I'd wonder if they would give us the opportunity to uh you know in the middle of sign in the middle of signing day uh to try to squeeze that in but I'd also just happily take a whole a whole press conference where we get to talk to him yeah I, I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna pull my hair out if they trot him out there on top of signing <laughs> day on a day of a basketball game that's you know let's put that on another day if we can uh but anyway <laughs> final question goes to basketball uh Ryan asks as we sit here today how good do you feel about the pit basketball team's chance to make the ncaa tournament they've had a lot of young talent they have a lot of young talent that is still getting used to playing together and does that affect how you feel carter start us off here i i think that they have an interesting opportunity this year because the ACC is better this year. Yeah. It is perceived to be better this year. Um, I thought the ACC was better than what it was being given credit for down the stretch last season, and that's why a team like Clemson got left out of the tournament. Um, I, I think that if things continue the way they have been and Pitt stays afloat and gets 21 uh, wins at the end of the season uh, with the pace that they've set themselves up heading into conference play, I think they'll be a tournament team. I don't know if they'll if they'll win two games in the tournament, but I think they can, they, they can make it now. They, they're also going to have to do some serious growing up. Uh, their their guards, Car- Carrington and Lowe, are going to have to get used to guys pressuring them, and they're going to need their front court to also be stronger in the paint. Uh, you know, when when guys like Armando Baycott are going up against you. And, and again, they've beaten Baycott before, but um, they, they need guys to be stronger up there. So those are two problems that I can see on the horizon for them that they're going to have to find answers for. Um, but I think they find answers to them in, in solid ways that allow them to get to 21-plus wins this year. And you see a pit team make their way into the uh, NCAA tournament. What say you? They're going to have to grow up, and they're going to have to grow up very fast. Yeah. Uh, if, if you look at what's waiting for them, Syracuse on December 30th. I mean, Purdue Fort Wayne's also, they're they're not a horrible team. I mean, they haven't really played anyone relevant. Uh, but if you just look, I mean, I, you'll be able to read my game preview Tuesday when this is posted. Um, their backcourt is one of the most efficient ones in the country. Mm-hmm. So they'll have a nice test there. Still a game I think Pitt should win easily. But you look, their final game of 2023 is at Syracuse. And while I don't think the Orange are that good, they're going to be testing that they're playing the best yeah. guard they've played all year in Judah Mintz. And mm-hmm. we'll see what he can do against that backcourt. And you, you move into January, you, you look, that's the toughest month of the season for Pitt. Mm-hmm. You play Duke twice. I believe you play at Miami, you play North Carolina at home. That's just, that's brutal, man. And so you talked about growing up, Mm-hmm. You got to grow up real quick because yep. there's some veteran guards who hate Pitt coming to the Peterson Event Center on January 2nd and, and with with the Tar Heels and they're hungry for that win and they're going to they're going to do whatever they can to end that losing streak against the Panthers. Duke is just loaded as always. Miami's Miami and 
like you said, Carter, the rest of the ACC looks to be a lot better. Even teams like Louisville and Georgia Tech don't look to be as bad as they were a year ago. So mm-hmm. overall, I think you'll be able to have a definitive answer at this time next month. Midway through the month, you're going to see how does Pitt look. Because you don't necessarily need to win against Duke and North Carolina or against Miami. You don't need to sweep them. But you need to start beating some of these teams. You you can't go winless. This team is in a much better spot as far as Net and Ken Palm are concerned because it has absolutely beat the brakes off of these mid-major opponents. Mm -hmm. But it has no resume wins right now. Right. What's its best win of the season? West Virginia on the road or Maybe. Oregon State on a neutral court? Like Maybe. those aren't very yeah. good wins. So you're going to need to have a couple of resume boosters. And there are plenty of those opportunities waiting right around the corner. If they can take care of business and get one win against Duke or win on the road at Miami or, you know, beat North Carolina again at home, now you're really cooking. Um, I, I, I think 12 and eight, 13 and seven in the ACC, you're a lock. I think you need to win at least 11 games to be in the conversation if you're pit. So any final thoughts as we wrap up this mailbag, Carter, just excited for Wednesday, man, signing day and pit basketball all in one day. Let's get it on the pit beat. I am excited for Thursday because that means signing day will be over and there will be 10 days without basketball and we can take a little bit of a break. Uh, although this month hasn't been horrible aside from the OC search. I, I got to say, not not too bad, not too bad. I'm ready for January, honestly, because that's that's when we get into yes. the thick of things in college yes. basketball. And when that's when it's humming, few things generate as much excitement, I think, in this city is when pit basketball gets on a roll. People love rooting for a it's good different. team. In it's this very city. different. It is. All right. So that's all I got. That's he, uh, all he's got for Chris Carter. I'm Noah Hiles. We're signing off saying keep tuning in and subscribe to the Post Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel and podcast network. Take care. Thank you for checking out this content from Post Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.